Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Uh, Lindsay's not here. She's out sick today. Who's doing this today? I'm doing it. Laura, what do you got? Come on. Come on, queen. All right, guys. So Christmas is around the corner. Well, sort of, kind of. You know, according to Delamo Mall, since they already have their Christmas tree, sources are sane. But anyways, that's not what you need to know. The queen of Christmas is coming to town in Cappy. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's Mariah Carey, if you don't know. Yeah. But if he didn't know, where do you think she's stopping by first? You should know this. The Queen of Christmas. Mm-hmm, I'm going right, to tell right. you right now. Here's what I think she does. You ready? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think she shows up at LA Live when the ice skating rink is down in the courtyard, <laughs> and she comes down there and she does her whole Christmas song deal. What is? What, what do you uh, think? No, no, no not, 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 a, not, not LA Live, not, Captain. No. Not Try LA something Live. else. Something you're but, always there at the, on Thursdays. Yeah, she's okay. going to be at Yamava. Oh, come on. Yeah. Wow. November 15th. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, when? November 15th. I. So she's she announced her tour today. Well, that's got to be like a Tuesday or Wednesday, right? Something like that. We'll figure that out. But, you I. know, hey, King. So <laughs> I'm already putting it out there, Cappy. It's I'm a Wednesday, I think. Wednesday the 15th? Uh, November 15th, yes. Yeah, okay. So All she right. announced her tour, and mm-hmm. she has two dates here in SoCal, one of them in Highland, which is at Yamaba Casino. Then two days later, she'll be at the Hollywood Bowl, which is one of Sedano's oh, favorite places. Oh, I love the bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, love Yamaba too, don't get me wrong, but- I mean, who doesn't love Hollywood Bowl? I'm guessing bowl? she's I mean, doing this whole album in its entirety. Probably. Probably. It's a holiday seasons, right? Dude, Yamava gets incredible shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, to have a they band do. like they Dave really Matthews, do, and they, they had yeah. Dave Matthews there a few months ago, and like a Dave Matthews band, or even a Smashing Pumpkins, those bands play in you know twenty five thousand seat arenas. You know, you get to see them in a three thousand seat you know theater. Wow, Mariah Carey at yeah. Yamava. That's a great booking. Way to go, Yamava. I'm yeah. I'm actually really excited. If you guys want more information, you can go to her Twitter because she has all the info there. But you can also, um, Ticketmaster is going to start selling tickets on October 6th. Okay, so we need to hate King that one too, huh? I mean, I'm hate King you because isn't Yamava your deal? So. Yeah, Yamava is my deal. I can hook it up. Okay. I'm hate, I'm hate Kinging somebody for the sphere to see you too. Somebody just hit me up in the break. They're like, hey, I'm going to see you two next Wednesday because the nice. Raiders play the Packers the next night in Vegas. How's that for a Wednesday, Thursday night in Vegas? That sound pretty good? You two on Wednesday at the sphere, Raiders and Packers the next I'm, night? I'm not a Vegas person, Cappy, but the more I see how Vegas is changing, I'm like, huh. Not so bad after yeah, all. I know. It's got Not everything bad. now. It's got everything. It's getting baseball. It'll get yeah. basketball eventually. It's already got hockey and football and all the great fights, plus the greatest you know concert venue looking on the planet. At least that's what it looks like. It looks dope. AF. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed it does. So Donna, are you going to see Mariah Carey Yamaha? Um, maybe. What day again? November Wednesday. 15th. Hey, here's what we November should do. November what? 
15. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably have a game. I'd probably be traveling. So no, that's no, but problem. it's a Wednesday. Come on, man. No, it's a Thursday, you said, no? Let me check it out here. Wednesday the 15th Kansas is a Wednesday. Wednesday. Wait, wait, yeah, but if it's a wait. Wednesday, I still have to fly Thursday morning, like probably like 5, 6 in the morning to get to the East Coast. Like, that's just a tough no, turnaround. That's, yeah, that makes Turns sense. Turns out the next day, Thursday, November 16th, uh-huh. we have a live broadcast at Yamava that oh. day. So, I mean, you should theory, just stay. Yeah. You could go out to Yamava on Wednesday night, see Mariah, stay at Yamava Thursday, do the show on Thursday. It's not a bad mm. idea. Might Hi, be onto something. Hi, guys. We might be onto something here. Maybe she'll share a hot dog with you and Morales. No, she will run away from that. <laughs> you think that Mariah Carey and me with a 22-inch glizzy? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. Uh, All right, well, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Just the 90 minutes from wherever you tell you them, Funch. Uh, Cappy, by the way, you and I are celebrating Fuel Up Tuesday with Andrew Whitworth at 7-Eleven. Yeah. You, me, Andrew Whitworth, Slurpees, okay? Join us in the city of Covina on Tuesday. October 10th, so next, next Tuesday, yeah, yeah, for a live broadcast from 4 to 7 at 7-Eleven on the corner of Arrow and Hollenbeck. Uh, stop by for your chance to meet Super Bowl champ Andrew Whitworth at 4, plus ticket giveaways, uh, free small Slurpees, and $1 slice of pizzas. And, of course, quarter-pound hot dogs as well. Sedano and Cap live from 7-Eleven in Covina, 1481 West Hollenbeck Avenue, Tuesday, October 10th from 4 to 7 p.m. from Bud Light and 710 ESPN, and Andrew Whitworth will be there to hang out with us. Now, I've done some broadcasts from some interesting venues in the past. Yeah. I will admit, this is my first ever 7-Eleven broadcast. Oh, dude, Slurpees all day. Yeah. Do they still have the Coca-Cola Slurpee? I oh, yeah, they so. do. They yeah. do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Pretty sure. And then what is that? Is that like a standard Slurpee, the Coke Slurpee? Yeah. And yeah. cherry is a pretty standard, too. Do they, still have, do they still have the, the, the uh, straws that have like the little spoon at the bottom of them? Yeah. That I'm yeah, about? yeah, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Hey, look, if Andrew Whitworth wants to come hang out with us at a 7 Eleven, let's go to a 7 Eleven. Yeah. And you're in the 626. Hello, my. 626 in a hizzy. Oh, you killed it with that. But, you know. Come on. Come on, girl. Mm. Come on. Uh, so, Cappy, let's talk about the Chargers. Who, like, did the Chargers? Talk about the Raiders. Did the Chargers win that game, or did the Raiders lose <laughs> that game? Let me tell you something, George. Um, today, Brandon Staley, the coach of the Chargers, is somewhere feeling pretty good about himself. Hey, we were zero two. We've won the last two games. We feel like we're pretty good. No, coach, you're not very good at all. This is two weeks in a row where, on a fourth and one, you can't pick up the fourth down play. Last week, fourth and one from your 24-yard line, you didn't get it. You gave it back to Kirk Cousins, and if it wasn't for Cousins screwing the whole thing up, the the, the, the Vikings win that game, and the Chargers are 0-3. This week, Brandon Staley and the Chargers are so lucky that across the field at the Raiders' home stadium, SoFi, across the field there was Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels is even worse than Brandon Staley. And let me tell you something. Brandon Staley's a terrible head coach in the NFL. There's a lot of bad head coaches, you know? But Brandon Staley's in the lower bottom part. But guess what? Uh, Josh McDaniels, George, he's one of the worst head coaches in football right now. And you say, okay, smart guy, can you, like, clarify what you mean by that? Can you show some examples, or are you just going to talk and say he's a terrible head coach? Yeah, come on there, tough guy. All right, stand by. So let me just understand something. Who is the starting quarterback for the Raiders yesterday? Aiden O'Connell. Okay, tell me about Aiden O'Connell. What's what's his background? Been in the league a long time? No, he's a rookie. <laughs> yeah. Fourth and, round pick, I believe. Yeah, fourth round pick out of where? Uh, Purdue. That's right. So, so here's this young man who's a fourth round draft choice, 
and it's the fourth game of the season, and that's your backup quarterback. Okay, got to go with what we have. That's what's on our roster. We've spent money in all these other places. Backup quarterback is not a position we're spending money on. He's a rookie. Well, guess what? George, he had a pretty nice preseason. So the Raiders were feeling like this guy might be ready to go. Well, the end of the first half, it is 24-7 to in favor of the Chargers. Here are all these disappointed Raider fans showing up at SoFi Stadium, and the Chargers have a 24-7 to lead. And let me ask you, George, at the end of the first half, did you think that the second half was really going to be competitive? Um, Yeah, because it's the Chargers. Okay. And by the way, it's also the NFL. I was watching the Niners-Cardinals, and that game ended up being a blowout in the end, but it was a five-point game in the in the middle of the third quarter. I, listen, I'm glad you stuck around because I'm with you. Even when the, when the Rams had a 23-0 lead, I'm like, yeah, but it's not really, really over yet. Right. So... We the see this in the NFL all the time now. It's kind of like the same thing in the NBA when I tell you 20-point leads aren't safe now. Well, in this particular case, this is a 10-point lead. Or actually, it was a 14-point lead. Mm-hmm. Actually, make it a 17-point lead. Mm-hmm. It's 24-7 to at half. Mm-hmm. Do you know that the Chargers did not score a point in the second half? They, they got goose-egged in both the third quarter and the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And here's what happens. This is why Brandon Staley is so lucky. It's fourth and one. The ball's on the Chargers' 36-yard line. Mm-hmm. By this time, Justin Herbert has thrown an interception mm-hmm. and broke his middle finger on his left hand. He's wearing this giant brace on his left middle finger, and his whole hand is taped up like a cast. He can't take a snap from under center because of the cast he's wearing. On fourth and one, they go for it from their own 36-yard line. You see what happened on that play? They got stopped. Everybody knew what was coming. Everybody knew where the ball was going. And you know what? You got, the guy had a broken finger. This is the time you decide to run a quarterback sneak? The guy could barely hold on to the football. Well, as it turns out, the Raiders get the ball back. And now the Raiders are in a position to possibly maybe make a game of it. It blows my mind that you get to the end of the game. You get to the end of the fourth quarter. And the Chargers wind up giving up that, that fourth down. And now here come the Raiders. George, on 4th and 10, 4th and 10, a rookie quarterback throws a a 17, 18-yard dart, and they pick up a 4th and 10. That's pretty remarkable. Well, I mean, they had done a really good job of... of destroying the uh, the young quarterback early in that game. I mean, Khalil Mack had six sacks, for God's sake. Dude, Khalil Mack had the game of his life. He had six sacks. I know, legitimately the game right. of his life. No, seriously. The kid had turnovers. He fumbled the football. So here's the deal. You, you On 4th and 10, the Raiders pick up the, the, the conversion. Correct. Now it's 1st down, and the ball's on the 3-yard line. So let me ask everybody a question here. You're the coach. You got 2 minutes and change to go in the game. 2 minutes, 38 seconds to go in the game. Ball's on the 3-yard line. What do you do? What do you do there? The ball's on the 3-yard line? Yeah, there's 2 I minutes. I mean, you run it in. Okay. Seems obvious, right? Yeah. Guys, again... There's two minutes and 38 seconds to go. If you score on the next play and the Chargers get the ball back with 225, you're giving Justin Herbert the ball back with a lot of time. Slow the game down. With a rookie quarterback, they throw the first ball on first and goal, and it gets immediately picked off. No, I know. Terrible play call. Terrible well, throw. Daniels is terrible, too. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. How could this guy not look out on the field and go, see that guy out there, number four? That's not Derek Carr. That ain't Tom Brady. 
That's a rookie quarterback who's making his first start. Why don't we help the kid? We got an all-pro running back. Yeah. How could they not have given the ball to Josh Jacobs on first and goal from the three with 2.38 to go in the game? So, look, Chargers get the win. You guys got the win. Can't take that away from you. But Josh McDaniels is horrendous. Mm -hmm. Terrible coach. Awful decision maker. Game is moving too fast for him. I mean, if you, are you impressed with what the Chargers did yesterday? Uh, I'm not impressed, but I, I told you they'd be 2-2. Two and two. Like, I didn't think the Raiders are good. I think the Raiders are worse. Of course they're worse. And by the way, I think the Raiders would be worse with Jimmy Garoppolo, too, for that matter. I agree. But again, my point is simply this. When you have a rookie quarterback who's a fourth-round draft choice, not a number one overall pick, not a first-round draft choice, an, an emergency rookie starting quarterback and on first and goal from the three you don't run the ball you have him throw the ball that's on you mcdaniels that's on you mm-hmm. raiders could have scored that touchdown gone for two and possibly won the game gone for one and possibly gone to overtime or they could have eaten up a lot of the clock and not given the chargers the ball back just pathetic coaching pathetic i could do better right now myself no problem come on Come on, Mark Davis. One game. I, I mean, did you see the fans getting after Mark Davis? Oh, it was great. I mean, they were killing him. And he right. was seated, seated right there, like yeah. out in the open where people could see him. And this one guy was all over TikTok, yeah. and he was just giving it to Mark Davis. Yeah, he was. And by the way, if you're a Raider fan, like, do you believe Mark Davis is a good owner right now? Like, he got you the stadium in Vegas. I get that. But you don't have a home field advantage. You got a beautiful stadium, but don't have a home field advantage. And you're still making the same mistakes with coaches and general managers and all that stuff. Like, nothing has changed in that regard. You just have more of a destination for other fans to invade your territory, where it used to be you were invading everyone else's territory, which you did this weekend, but that's generally not going to be the case moving forward. Terrible owner. Terrible owner hires terrible management people who hire terrible coaches and then coach terribly, even if they have good players. Terrible. It's a bad situation. If you're, By the way, like, Chargers if you're a are fan, terrible too. Like, I, listen, I'm not a Raiders fan. Going to that stadium is cool for me because I'm not a Raiders fan. But, like, if I'm a Raiders fan, it's you're priced out, and you've got an owner who can't get this thing right either. Yeah, I mean, look, as far as the Raider fans, um, where are they? Are they coming from Oakland? Are they coming from L.A.? Because I'll tell you right now, George, there are not enough Raider fans in Vegas today three, four, five years into being in Vegas, whatever it is, six years, however many years it is being in Vegas, they don't have enough fans. No, yet. no, of course not. And and the market doesn't support it quite yet. They didn't move into L.A. where there's 12 million people and all you got to do is get 70,000 every right. weekend. Oh, right, I agree. Yeah, Mark Davis, not a great owner, but I'll tell you this, Josh McDaniels is a far worse coach. God, he's terrible. Yeah, Josh McDaniels is really bad. Am I wrong, Raider fans? I mean, didn't every Raider fan think the exact same thing? Why would you throw the ball on the goal line with 2.38 to play with a rookie quarterback making his first start? Let me Help tell you this something. kid. I feel like Raider fans... It's not his fault. Like It's not the kid's fault. He's a kid. No, but the play calling, the decision making is so stupid. It's so elementary. Josh McDaniels doesn't know better. He hasn't been around the league enough. He definitely should know better. But that's the point, is that the adult should know better than the kid in that scenario. I mean, does he not know that that is not Tom Brady? By the way, did you notice how much this kid, Aiden O'Connell, looked like Derek Carr? The mustache, the number four jersey? No, he doesn't oh. look like Derek Carr at all to me. Oh, dude, I looked at him like from the beginning. I was like, no, that- he's like bigger and like a little chunkier and like, 
Yeah, I don't think I just see a guy with a mustache in the number four, man. I'm telling you, it made me double take a couple times. Yeah. Uh, All right. Coming up next, Cooper Cup. Is he coming back? And what was Lakers media day like today? The biggest thing that stood out to me today. We'll get to all that coming up. Plus, Million Dollar Monday's back on 710 ESPN. Thanks to Hollywood Park and Casino. Listen every Monday during the season for your chance to win. All you have to do is give us your Super Bowl prediction, both teams in the final score, and you could be winning a million bucks. And just for playing, you'll get two tickets to a game at SoFi. Million Dollar Mondays on 710 ESPN, presented by Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, play. By the way, you should be listening during the commercial break. Just a hint. All right, we're back in a couple minutes. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, who do we have? Who is caller number seven? Hello? Who do we have here? What's your name, sir? Hi, my name is Anthony. I'm from Woodland Hills, California. Are you guys ready for the pick? Anthony, what's your last name? Montez. Anthony Montez. And what part of, what part of town are you from? Uh, Woodland Hills. Woodland Hills. All right, Anthony Montez from Woodland Hills. You got to tell me your Super Bowl prediction. Who are the two teams? And give me the score of each team. And again, if you get both teams right, and if you get the score exactly the way you've said it, you will win a million dollars the day after the Super Bowl. Come on, Anthony. Come on. As much as it hurts to say as a Raider fan, I think the Chiefs are going back against the Niners. Um... Chiefs 32, Niners 28. Oh, my God. All right, so Chiefs, Niners, Chiefs 32, Niners what? 38. I'm sorry, 28, 28, 28. So 32, 28, Chiefs over the Niners, right? Yeah. All right, Anthony Montez, Woodland Hills, Chiefs 32, Niners 28. We got you on the record, buddy. We're going to put you on hold. By the way, you've already won something. You've got two tickets to uh, a game at SoFi, right? Woo-hoo. Hi, buddy. Good to me. <laughs> Put you on hold. Good luck. Ain't the knee. That's not a terrible pick. It's a good pick. It's a terrible score. You say 32, 20. Right. 32 is a tough one to get to. Right. Yeah. If you it would have been like 31, 28. Yes, 31, 34. Yeah. Those work. 32 is going to be tough to get Can't to. Can't go back on it, though. That's no, the no, no. Yeah. You know, but you get. You get a. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how you do that. You know what I mean? Like maybe you get a safety along the way. I'm trying to p- figure out how I'm going to get to 32. Maybe a two point conversion somewhere along the line. Mm-hmm. 32 is a tough score. He was on. I feel like he was on something because he was a little too calm. Uh-huh. So you he was. On, he was therefore on something. I think so. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Anthony. Okay. Plus the score is a little weird. 
Yeah, 32 is weird. Yeah. It is weird. That's yeah. not good. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Yeah. So, anyway. Good luck, Anthony. Anthony! Anthony! Right. The hell, it's over here. So, Lakers Media Day today, Cappy. Yeah, yeah. Lakers Media Day. Um, One thing that stood out to me, and mm-hmm. Funchy, you and I talked about this earlier today, Anthony Davis, some bold p- proclamations, right? What did he say today? Uh, he says he wants to play all 82 games. Good. And also he wants to pretty much take the back of the team and put it on his back. You know, right. take the team and put it on his back. Yeah, he wants to – I mean, he is ready to be the face of the franchise, according to him. Good. Good. Also, was- one more little nugget, too. LeBron says he's ready to pass it to AD as far as, like, you know, the franchise. The torch. The torch. The torch is being passed, Cappy. We'll see. We'll see if that actually happens. I hope uh, it does. You are always doubtful <laughs> of this. He was trying to do it for the last couple of years. And it hasn't worked. It hasn't Because happened. Anthony Davis hasn't, he's like, literally LeBron's, like, handing it to him. He's like, no, 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 I don't want it. Here, bro, I'm giving you. No, 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 hold on, hold on, not ready yet. That's 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 a little hot. That torch, it's hot. Do we got some gloves I can put on? It's a little hot. That torch. Right. Think about what you're saying. What you're saying is is that LeBron has tried to, and Anthony Davis has not really taken it. Um, I of course see things a little bit differently. Like right. you, sometimes you, you think convenient. LeBron is the one not willing to pass the well, torch. Well, sometimes it's convenient to say Anthony Davis has to be this and Anthony Davis has to be that. But you know, really, when it comes down to it, it's still my team. Look, I'm happy for Anthony Davis. What you just said to me is great. Have a goal. My goal is to play all 82 games. Truth be told, George, that's probably really, really hard to do for anybody to yeah. play in the NBA I all 82 agree. games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, we could probably do some quick research real quick. I mean, I don't mean that I could do it. I mean, somebody else could. But um, we could probably very quickly find out how many players last year did play 82 complete games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other part of it is, of the people that actually did play 82 games, if there are that many, how many of them would you consider to be like star caliber players? Well, there's only been, uh, there were only like three or four guys that played 82 games. Okay. And the guy who's closest to that is Mikhail Bridges, uh, who is, I think, a young ascending uh, player. Like he's going to be like a, an all star caliber player mm-hmm. um, fairly regularly, but he's still young. There's not a lot of guys, no. Okay. So here's what I'd say Anthony Davis, I think that is an incredibly, um, I, I think it's a great goal to have. Mm hmm. I do. I think it, it's very ambitious to want to play in all 82 games. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. If you could play in like 73, 74, that'd be great. Hey, look, how about this? If you play in 65, 70, that's pretty darn good. You know, I don't mind the occasional night off here or there. I don't mind the night off if you're playing a back-to-back and you're playing against somebody that's not as good. Mm-hmm. But I saw what happened last year when you went down to Houston and it was a back-to-back and you actually really needed him and he sat out and they lost that game. And that kind of created the struggle down the stretch. If Anthony Davis could play 75-70 and if Anthony Davis could be as great as he was during stretches last year, yeah, hand it off to him. Great. You know, from all the accounts, George, looking at his body and looking at some of his off-season workouts and hearing what everybody's saying about him, it looks like he took this offseason differently than he took previous offseasons. That's just on the surface. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not me standing next to him, checking him out, going, hey, let me feel your arms, buddy. That's like me watching his workouts on social media going, he looks really good. Looks thick, looks strong, looks prepared. Looks like his body is prepared. Right. We'll see. Hope it, I hope that's good. I'll say this about about uh, Media Day. Kind of gets you fired up, doesn't it? Because yeah. I would say that we're, what are, what are we, a week away or so? 
from our first preseason game? Uh, start yeah, Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday, yeah, Saturday night. night. Yeah, I mean, it's happening now. I mean, it's, basketball season is here. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a great time of year. College football, NFL football, getting ready to get into the baseball playoffs, and the NBA is about to tip off. Yeah. We're hitting that fun time. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers get a week off, basically. They're just going to wait to see what happens between the Marlins and Phillies and the Brewers and whatever. Everybody who's playing, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I need to. Uh, I need. I need baseball to get me back. You know. Yeah. I need baseball to get me back here. Yeah. The Dodgers ran away with it so long ago. Yeah. And the Padres were such a disaster, and then football season started, and I just became like football obsessed. And I blame that on Coach Prime, by the way. Why is that? I just because Coach Prime has made me so much more interested in college football than ever before. Mm-hmm. So that my whole brain just focused on football, right? Not on baseball, right? So come on, Dodgers, I need you to get me back into it. Okay. I still think Mookie should be a starting pitcher. You do? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So. I mean, I don't think that's going to be like. Well, I mean, play second base, can play shortstop, play right field, can hit home runs. Pitch. May need you to. Just a thought, just a concept, just mm-hmm. throwing out ideas, that's all. Yeah. Okay. Just throwing out concepts. Mm-hmm. All right, Cappy. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's it's nice of you to think that he can do all that stuff, but. Well, that's how confident I am in Mookie Betts. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's pretty tough, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of tough. I mean, you want the yeah, guy, it's... I mean, he's already playing multiple positions, you know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. Otani that thing. I mean, he's kind of Otaniing it already. Nah, not really. He's like a three-quarters Otani. Nah, you got to pitch to be Otani. I mean, it's like three-quarters Otani. Yeah. I don't know. You got to pitch to be Otani. How about my boy Phil Nevin getting fired today? Like, like that's some surprise. Like, you know what? That ought to fix things with the Angels. Let's fire the manager. Yeah. Yeah, it's that tough. That ought to fix it. Yeah, it's tough. It's got nothing to do with squandering Mike Trout or Shohei Otani's career. Let's fire Phil Nevin. That should fix things. Yeah, I, I'm always interested in seeing how that stuff works itself out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think the manager is kind of like a, a middle manager, basically. How about more like a babysitter? Yeah. You know? Babysitter in a baseball uniform. Mm. So. Yeah. Hi, Capi. ¿Qué se va a hacer? Sí. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thank you, Christopher. All right, guys. Love that theme song. You do, do you? Love that theme song. What do you got, Funchy? All right, guys. Action movie director John Woo, 
who directed the classic Face Off with Nicolas Cage yeah. and John Travolta. Now, you remember movie. that movie. Yeah. Um, they used face to rip off. off masks off their face. Face Off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, he's releasing a movie called Silent Night. And it's about a man that avenges his son's death on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. But the crazy part of the movie, it, ha- it contains no dialogue. It's basically a silent action movie. Okay. So, guys, you'd, you'd want to see this movie with no dialogue. Swipe left or swipe right, uh, Sedano. Not in the theater. I would give it a shot at home, mm-hmm. but not in the theater. I wouldn't go to the theater for something like that. I would swipe left and say I probably would be out in the theater and at home. A movie with no words, no dialogue. It's an action movie, though. It's going to be yeah. a lot of action. If you see Face like, Off, you know it's going to be action. Face Off, that Travolta and Nicolas Cage, right? Yeah. 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 Is that the one where, the, where they, like, they're they out, switch on, the faces. Oil ta- they switch they're faces. out on the oil tankers, right? And there, there's like a big fight between them out, out in the ocean. They're on these oil tankers, and I don't know no? if that happened, but I, I no, know that, that they switch faces. Come on, does anybody know? Am I right or am I? I wrong haven't here? seen the movie in a long Not, time. Me, yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it in a long time. But I, like I know they switch movie. faces. Yeah, action adventure movie, no words. No, I don't think so. I don't think that it doesn't sound. I don't know. It just doesn't sound good. Uh, I, I, I mean, uh, I don't know if you, if he, if it's action, you know, they, you know, really no need to words, you know, you just see explosions and you know, there's people literally dying. no words. Nobody says no they, words at all. No, no, words. Hey, no words, didn't you get? How are you? How you doing? No, no. nothing, nothing. Nope. It's just a silent movie. Nah, yep. um, I don't think so. Silent. I mean, I mean, it's gonna be. I mean, I don't know how it's gonna be, but I mean, it's not gonna be like watching a, I don't know, like a Charlie Chaplin movie or something, you know. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> that's what I think Captain yeah, thinks of. That's what I think He's of. Like, he thinks of somebody kind of doing like tipping their cap to him, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, robotically like, no. walking around. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not like yeah. that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you you see it, Funch, and then let me know. I, I, I think I might try to I'm, watch I'm it. I'm willing yeah. to change my mind. How about that? You know, if it's free, I'll watch it. You know, if it's streaming or whatever, but if I have to go to the, watch, the movie theater and watch it, I don't think I'll pay for it. So. Yeah, I don't think so. Huh? Yeah, no, not, not me. Not me. Okay. Not me. All right, guys, another one. Uh, classic 80s sitcom, Moonlighting, starring Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepard, will finally make the jump to streaming on October 10th to Hulu. After many uh-huh. years of fans of the show wanting it to be, be on stream, streaming services, I was on Key Peacock this morning, and I also saw 21 Jump Street with Johnny Depp, the mm-hmm. entire five-season run of the series. Mm-hmm. I almost watched it, but good to know it's there. So you guys have a show that you can't find anywhere on any platforms that you want to see stream. Swipe left or swipe right. Uh, Cappy. Oh, I can't really think of a show that I'm like, hey, gosh, I miss this show so much. Like any like, 70s shows, like, like 80s movies. Uh, no, shows. you can find the, pretty right. much everything everywhere. Right, like if I want to find you know? the Jeffersons or I want to find Sanford and Son, I know I can find them. They're I can't out find there. that anywhere. Where can Come you find on. that? No, they got to be out there. No, you just Google on. it. You'll find it. Here. Or you do Told this. Told you. Sanford and Son. I, I just said it to my remote control. They'll find it for me. Somewhere, somebody. Okay, here it is. All right, here we go. Sanford and Son. I got... Episode one, I got up. Oh, I got the Jeffersons. I got Good Times, All in the Family, Mama's Family. I got them all. Martin, 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 Martin. Yeah, Gina. I got, I got all of them. Aunt Esther and everybody. Sedano, any shows? Nothing. Um, I know no, there has to be I, obs- I, um, an, an obscure show from the '80s that you want to watch that you can't watch it. Not really, man. Like, I can kind of find whatever I need to find. I don't, you know, like the other day I was, uh, you were here, I was, I just randomly decided to watch Cheers all of a sudden, and it was on Hulu. So it, I feel like everything that mattered in that time is out there somewhere. Yeah. All right, I just swipe recently, left. I just recently bought a show on Amazon Prime. Now, I thought all shows on Amazon Prime are like part of what you've already paid for. Nope. Mm-hmm. I had to pay $24 
to download an entire season of, of a series that I'd heard about. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, nine episodes. Like I said, it was 23 bucks, And I had to pay for it. And I thought to myself, okay, but the people who produce this and who put this out there, that's their distribution channel. They didn't get paid for it, apparently. So that's what you have to do to help them out. It was, and actually, it was a great series, amazing series. I have a show that I want to watch, but I don't know if I can find it anywhere streaming. And you don't laugh at me when I tell you about the show. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Charles in Charge with Scott Bale. Okay. I want to watch that show. I can't find it anywhere. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it was Nicole Eggert? Was she yes, one of the yes, okay, yes, she yes. She was so hot. God, she was so hot. What was the name of that movie she did with the two Corys that was so sexy <laughs> and hot? I don't know. Oh, dude. Look That's at this. going too deep for no, you, man. No, no, bro. Let me tell you something. She was so sexy. And then she did this movie with the two Corys, like Corey Haim. What was the other guy's name, George? Corey something or other? Corey, Corey Feldman. Feldman. Corey Feldman, right. She did a movie with the two of them, and it was hot and steamy. Bro, look up this movie. I don't know what it's called, but it was great. Anybody was it know? on Max? I don't know. Somebody will hit me up on Twitter. I'm yeah, sure I don't know. in the circle. I don't know. All right, keep going, Funchy. All I'll right, let it. me uh, break up. Uh, uh, let me find out. Uh, okay, here we go. Um... Uh, so what Taylor Swift, punch? Taylor Swift shows up for a second week in a row, takes over Sunday night football literally, and let me give you some stats from last night. 27 million viewers last night for Chiefs and, uh, Chiefs and Jets, making it the most watched Sunday show of any kind since the Super Bowl. Also, 17 cutaways to Taylor Swift during the broadcast, mm-hmm. showing her mm-hmm. face with any score, even if it was the Jets. Plus, she's showing up with a who's who in Hollywood and with Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, and, and Deadpool, and uh, Ryan Reynolds, and whatever. So, are you guys already tired of this Taylor Swift NFL shotgun marriage, Sedano, swipe left or swipe right? Yeah, I mean, I was tired of it last week. I mean, it was weird because the first, like, quarter and change of the game, I guess she hadn't arrived yet, mm-hmm. right? Like, there wasn't any Taylor Swift talk. And then as soon as she got there, yeah. and she was in there with Hugh Jackman and all those people yeah. and Ryan yeah. Reynolds, oh, it was the nonstop. And I was like, okay. I mean, it was fine. Like, it just felt like, it just feels like it's too much. I don't know. Maybe it's because I generally have historically worked in the NBA for a long time. Yeah. And every NBA game you go to, there's somebody famous there, particularly here in LA. Yeah, Lakers. Yeah. Denzel's right there. You know what I'm saying? Jack is right there. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not Bad Bunny, right? Like, there's, I don't know. Like, it's just not, like, the NFL is like, it's almost like they feel like new money when it comes to these celebrities. What I was gonna say. Like, I was gonna ask you that. What, what it feels like to me is, you know how like when you watch the Super Bowl, and during the Super Bowl they'll show you lots of different celebrities that are there, right? And you're like, okay, the reason they're showing the celebrities is because the Super Bowl has a lot of people tuning in that aren't necessarily pure football fans. Does that make sense Correct. so far? Yeah. Right. So I feel like that what NBC was doing or trying to do was, we think there's a whole bunch of new viewers tonight, and the reason they've come to the game is because Taylor Swift is here. Right. So we're we're like we're now appeasing the non-football fan who's the Taylor Swift fan rather than appeasing the football fan which I'm guessing is like 75% of the audience. Correct. It's just a little overkill, is what I would say. Shiny new toy, guys. And it seems like the pregame was all about Taylor Swift. They had like... Um, oh, I didn't watch the pregame. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Uh, oh remember my God. T- I was TRL breaking guy. down William and Mary tape Who was TRL night? guy? Carson Daly? They had yeah. him come in and do like a package just on Taylor Swift's impact yeah. on NFL or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy what has happened here in the last two weeks. But um, I think a lot of us who actually kind of a week ago were like, okay, you know what? It's kind of cute. It's kind of fun. I've got a daughter who loves Taylor Swift, went to two of the shows at SoFi, walks around with bangs. I get it. She's a big like part of, of you know young ladies' lives. Um, but I don't know. It, it's gotten to a point now where it's overkill. 
I think. Mm-hmm. So if they're really a couple, isn't the move for Taylor now is not to show up unless they make the Super Bowl? I don't really believe they're a couple. Uh, so. Pepe wants to Same. know. Pepe just texted me. Pepe Mantilla, the voice, the Spanish voice of the Lakers, says, "Hola, hablaron de la cáscara de plátano, yellow flag, controversial, controversial al final del juego de los Jets y Kansas City. ¿Qué opinión?" Um, basically, do you think Sauce Gardner held there? I think he did. He grabbed the inside of the the pads. Yeah, it, it was. Um, if it got let go, I could have lived with it. And but it, it was got, legitimately and, a hold. And, and it getting called, I can live with it. But, you know, Robert Sala complained to the referees like as if you're taking the game away from these kids like they're a bunch of high school children. They're professionals. They're getting paid millions of dollars. It's just that the crowd was going crazy and there was an energy in the building and people were like, oh, my God, the Jets might actually win this right. game. And, and America might get off Zach Wilson's it's back. The Chiefs. They're like, oh, they just want the Chiefs to win because they you make you can make the case the Chiefs got away with a hold, even though they were literally holding on it. Like the, the Chiefs offensive, offensive lineman got called on holds the whole game, it felt like. Yeah, I um I I didn't have a problem with the call. I had a problem with with the fact that I thought the Jets could maybe actually come back and win. I thought that would have been a great story. Yeah. But I didn't have a problem with the actual the call itself. By the way, the Nicole Eggert Corey uh Feldman movie that I was talking about, yeah. it's called Blown Away. Okay. And never so heard, never heard of that one. Are well, you, you should away? watch it. That's all I'm going to tell you right now, Funchy. Right. Do you You're find like, yourself che- cheering against the Chiefs now just cuz you want to see Taylor Swift go away? I'm not cheering against the Chiefs because I want to see Taylor Swift go away. I'm sort of finding myself rooting against the Chiefs because of this. Every freaking TV commercial has Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. It's unbelievable. Like, they, the three of them are in every TV commercial currently being produced. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm kind of in that I'd like to see the Chiefs get knocked off a little bit. Watch out, Cowboys. America's team because of Taylor Swift now. Just oh, you're such a Taylor I don't know Swift about that. hater. I mean, you are hate. such a Taylor Swift hater. It's no, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. I'm yes. not a hater. Sedano said he's over the, the whole I'm, T.S. I'm sick thing. of her, too. I just no, don't no, want to. No, no, we all seem to be. But you've been kind of anti-T-Swizz the whole time. No, not anti. It's just like, eh. Like, it was, hey, it was cute. It was cute. Mean? It was cute for like a hot second. Now we're getting into minutes. It's like, all right, girl, bye. It's just different. Yo, Cappy, I was about to buy tickets at the Sphere. Tell and me. like in the thirty or forty minutes that we talked about it till now, yeah. a bunch of the tickets I wanted to buy got swooped up. On Already? December 9th. Yeah. For a specific night. Wow. What's it thinking? One night the goats would be uh, also December first because you got the Pac twelve championship game out there at the same night. Right. But the game would be on at that time. Really? Hmm? Yeah. So that's that's You the can't du- you can't double dip? No, I mean I can't just like, hey, I gotta leave the broadcast <laughs> to go watch you too. You know what I mean? It's you too. Yeah. yeah, they're not going to make that happen. They should play the game in the sphere. That's funny. That'd be amazing. I mean, they could probably do it now. I mean, if you can turn Toy Story into a football game broadcast, you could probably turn the sphere into a football game. Well, field. I'm sure you could probably have like a basketball game. But now, I'm huh? kind of bummed, man. I wanted to buy specific seats. Mm. Because, um... Don't you got a guy? Yeah, but, I mean, I... You're it, not asking for free. You're asking... No, I'm going to buy them. Yeah, I'm not yeah. cappy. Well, I, I don't think I can get these for free. I would say that these are going to be very hard to come by for free unless, but hold on. I have one plug. You ready for this? Mm. I call a guy. The guy I call, he calls the edge. Okay? Now, now, I know that my guy and the edge are tight. Is it too much to ask my guy to call his guy when his guy is the guitar player for the band? 
Mm. I mean, no. No. That's my that's my cue. That that's my if I'm going to go to see you two at the Sphere on a on the night that I want to go, I got to get the edge to help a brother out. Hmm. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. I don't know if I got the guts to call the guy. Yeah. Well, anyway, Radio Tinder is presented by Tequila Mandala, which you can find in Vegas if you're there. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right, Cappy, coming up next, let's talk about Canelo and uh, this fight that kind of went the way I expected it to, to be honest with you. We'll get to that coming up in just a sec. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Here comes, you ready? Bati Tatu. Yeah. It's just fun to make every song into that now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Good song. So you mentioned before the break you wanted to talk about Canelo Alvarez. Did you buy the fight on Saturday night? I did not because by the time I got around to it, the fight had already started. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was two rounds in or going into the third round and people were already saying that it was not a competitive fight. So I was like, eh, I'll watch it on YouTube later. I got to tell you something. Um, I was watching the fight and I like when I watch fights, I like to score fights. Yeah, and, I saw you. You were doing yeah. it in the circle of trust. And I was scoring him in the circle. I'm like, okay, Canelo won. In fact, the first round of the fight, seriously, the very first round, George, you said you missed this. Um, the first round of the fight, not, no punches were thrown. And I'm when I'm saying that, I am not exaggerating. I mean, I think the CompuBox stats were like four punches thrown by Canelo and three punches uh, thrown by Charlo. Mm-hmm. Like literally no punches were thrown. The crowd was getting antsy. It was just a let's dance around, let's feel each other out. Right. They come out in the second round. They're ready to throw a little bit. Um, Still not a lot of action. But by the end of the second round, Canelo 10, Charlo 9. It was a 10-9 round. The first round, it could have been 9-9. It could have been 10-10. To me, nobody won the first round. Right. Second round, Canelo wins easily. Yeah. Third round, Canelo wins easily. Right. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. I mean... Other than maybe one left hand that Charlo connected to Canelo's face, but it didn't even affect Canelo, it was the only punch that I remember him landing the entire fight. Right. At one point, Canelo hit him with a body shot, put him down on a knee, 
And Charlo, who was not really there to fight, he was there to just dance around. He was like, do I want to do this anymore? And then, George, then I had major problems. Then the feed went out. No! fight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then the feed went out on the fight. Now, did anybody else experience this? Me. You did? Well, I was in San Diego, so I feel because it was raining, Yeah, that's what happened. We're a gas lamp. Yeah, I'm not so sure that's what happened to me. Oh, so, Cappy. Well, I went to a friend's house. Oh. And okay. um, I assumed that this friend of mine, very successful guy, I assumed this guy bought the fight. Mm. He had some kind of a... A thing, I think it was called a thunder stick. Do you guys know what that is? <laughs> yeah, I know what that what, is. What is, is it like some sort of a... Oh, no, like you mean a, a fire stick. A fire stick. No, no, no I don't mean a fire so stick. There's a fire stick and then there's like a... Uh, a souped up version. Yeah. 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 I, I, dare I call it like some sort like of a leggy? hacked... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it sounds right. right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Legal stuff, huh? Right, some yeah, sort of a boot. Right. It wasn't... Be careful here. I'm, but I didn't know. I mean, I, I literally didn't know. And it's not, By the way, listen. If I would have known, hey, you're coming over, and I've got this bootleg thing, I, it's not like I would have made a political statement. I've got a black box over uh, there. Yeah, I'm not coming, dude. I'm not coming. I don't partake in that. I was like, okay, hey, you invited me over for the fight. I'm going to go watch the fight. Sixth, seventh round, man, this thing is just, it's crapping out. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, I don't, don't want to say who. I don't want to say who. But somebody sent me a link for the fight that I could watch on my phone. Mm-hmm. Probably also some kind of other, you know, underground kind of deal, right? Right. So when my friend's TV goes out, I turn it on on my phone. I'm feeling pretty cool. Now I'm beaming the fight to my phone, mm-hmm. from my phone to the TV. Mm-hmm. And then my phone just loses the fight completely. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it wouldn't be surprising if like somewhere somebody's sitting around going, we're going to catch everybody that's got something. I don't blame them. I, I think I would probably do the same thing. Long story short, by the time I lost the fight, call it about the eighth round, it was eight nothing Canelo. Right. I'll tell you something, man. I I, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway, George. I'm about to say something. It's not going to be popular. You ready for this? Right. Okay. You sure? You ready? Sure. Canelo is boring. Boring because he's too good. No, boring because there's no action. It 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 reminds me of I used to buy Floyd Mayweather fights all the time. Yeah. And I would buy these Floyd Mayweather fights because I wanted somebody to knock Floyd Mayweather's block off. He's such a talker. He's such a flashy guy. Is there ever anybody who could actually get into the ring and fight Mayweather? And the fact of the matter was there wasn't anybody. I mean, Mayweather, nobody hit Mayweather. Mm -hmm. And Mayweather wasn't looking to hit anybody. He was just looking to jab, jab, move, score, and not get hit. Right. And every time I watched a Floyd Mayweather fight, I was disappointed. Like, this is boring AF. I love Canelo. I love his story, um, but I'm going to be honest about it. I think I'm done. I'm not going to say buying Canelo fights because I didn't buy it. I think I'm done committing time to Canelo fights. Boring. Ooh. I mean, was 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 he so great? Oh, it was boring. The fight was boring. Imagine. I watched it back, and it was not a fun fight. I would agree. I mean, it just wasn't good, man. I mean, it just wasn't entertaining. Like, the Chargers-Raiders was entertaining. The Rams-Colts became entertaining. Right. Believe it or not, USC-Colorado was entertaining at the end. The Canelo fight was never entertaining at any point. Yeah, I would agree. It's just, I mean, I just can't, I, I can't do it anymore. I, mean, I think I'm giving up on Canelo. I'm breaking up with Canelo. Okay. I had more fun at the hookah lounge where we were at than the fight, but it was fun. Yeah, I got this text from Laura. She was at some kind of like Oktoberfest or something. She's oh, like, that was earlier, you? yeah, yeah. She's like, where are you at? I'm like, I don't know. Where are you where at? Where you at? Yeah. I was like, where are you at? She's like, I'm going to be where I'm at. 
That's not like, what I said. Where are you? <laughs> I was in your hood, Cappy, South South LA. Dude, I was licking wounds on uh, on Saturday, Friday night, big night out, big. And I'll tell you right now, if you want to watch college football all day Saturday, but you're worried that your wife, like like for example, I mean, you tell me, Funchy. Funch, you watch a lot of college football. I on did. Saturday? You know what happened? Uh, my in-laws came with me and stayed with me the whole weekend. So when your I was, wife was not around. My wife and uh, my mom-in-law hung out while me and the pops-in-law watched college football. Oh, oh, that's what that's what you need. Yes, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, it was fun. Need, I, it need, was like the most college football I watched all year too. You need your wife or your girlfriend to have a lady friend and bring a guy friend so that you can bro down and watch sports with. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. For me, is the opposite. I need to. I usually go and watch sports, and the boo and my friends hang out and drink. Oh, so you okay? So mm-hmm. the boo is kind of like you. You got to figure out something for him. Yep. See, that's for me. I got to figure out something for Rachel because she doesn't want to watch all these games. She'll watch the Colorado USC game, but after that, she doesn't want to watch like Ole Miss and LSU. Well, like, you, you got to tell her like storylines involving the game so she gets interested in it, right? Well, I, that's how I got her interested in the fight. I'm like, I explained to her. I'm like, well, you know, Canelo. Because Canelo's playing golf at the country club around the corner with all of our friends. I go, but the guy he's fighting, his twin brother was supposed to take the fight, but then this guy took the fight, and he had to move up two weight classes, and even though he's taller and skinnier, he's, he actually, so I had to like sell her on the story, you know? You know, it's so funny, too. I had to work here on Saturday night, so I missed the whole fight. I bought the fight at my house, but I didn't watch one second of it. You bought the fight? Did your father-in-law watch it? They watched it. The in-laws watched it. Yeah, the in-laws and the wifey watched it. They had a great old time. They got some Italian food, drank some beer and some alcohol, and did everything without me. And you're wa- and you're you're like running the Angels game at the radio station. Yes, I was. I'm running the Angels game. That's games. horrible. Yes. <laughs> that is horrible. We couldn't find somebody else to run the Angels Blame game? Bergman. Blame Bergman. Damn, Bergie. <laughs> I mean, Funchy bought the fight for eighty five dollars. I know that's what I'm saying. Did they at least record the fight for you? No, they did not. Damn, dog. But they got they got me some food, which is good. Okay, I, mean, I was happy with George that. George went back and watched it. He'll tell you how to go back and watch it. You might as well watch it just because you paid for it. Yeah, I should. I should try to. I didn't watch one second of it. I don't even know what happened. You don't need to. You don't <laughs> well, need to I told you, you what happened. To, I, I just told you what happened. Canelo won every single round. It wasn't even competitive. It was actually boring. I heard his interest to the ring was really good, too. It was good. Who were those rappers that were with him? I don't know who those guys were. Oh, I didn't pay it. Oh, no. Uh, Beto talked about them. He posted about it in the Circle of Trust. Yeah, because people were asking, like, who are they, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but yeah. they have, like, over 11 million followers or one point something. I don't know. Yeah. It's, like, ridiculous. I'm like, I don't know who they are. Uh, Beto also them. texted me and told me he was drinking beer at your kid's uh, soccer game. Maybe before, <laughs> but yeah. not, not during. Okay. Yeah. He had to tailgate before the game. Maybe he did. Yep. I don't but blame him. I didn't. During he did not. Okay. Yeah. Did he have a? Did he have like a cup that you couldn't identify what was in it? Because usually those are the moms at the soccer games drinking vodka. No, or I couldn't. I, I don't. I didn't recall. I don't recall. Okay. Gotcha. He behaved, Cap. Well, that's cool. Good for him. I am. I am bored with Canelo. I will not watch Canelo fights going forward. What if he invites you to the fight? I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> then a different story. I will go. All right. Uh, all right, Cappy, coming up next, let's you and I dive back into the NFL and USC and everything that went down this particular weekend. Um, who are the biggest overachievers and underachievers thus far uh, in the NFL, particularly when it relates to some of the teams that we follow more closely? We'll get to some of that sticking around here on 710 ESPN.